Hey everyone, this is Marcia O'Connor, CEO and founder of the O'Connor Group. We are here about top three. Top three is you know entrepreneurs share their secrets and their mistakes. And I think a lot of times there is a falsehood about entrepreneurship that it's easy and it's so much fun. It is fun, but I don't think it's easy. And you're going to hear experiences from a variety of individuals who either are just starting out in their careers or have been doing it for several years or have a solo entrepreneurship or have partners and have a big team. And I think you need to hear all those experiences to help you become a better entrepreneur as well. So sit back, enjoy, be careful if you're driving right now, and welcome to Top 3. Well, Kim Cunningham, welcome to Top 3. How Thank are you? you? I'm good. good. Thanks for having me My here. My pleasure. So oh, cool. Love hearing the story. Um, love hearing it. Been around, obviously, for since 2015. Yes. And tell us more about your company. So we originally started in 2015, and I say we because I had a partner that I started with. Okay. Um, I had a sales and management background. She had a background in design, so it was kind of a natural fit. Um, and we just start collaborating together on a couple different projects for local businesses right. and found that there was an extreme need for a digital marketing um, agency in the area. There wasn't many at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, social media marketing was still sort of a new concept. Um, email marketing was the number one form of digital marketing at the time, but no one really put out good content. So I was finding that there was this this need mm-hmm. for what we were doing, and we just kind of decided, let's, let's roll the dice, see what happens. And we grew very quickly. Um, well, wait a minute, how'd you get the name? So it's called Skigital. So Skigital was our second name. Okay. Our first name, we really did grow quickly right off the bat. We had multiple clients, and we just threw a name together. It was K&S Digital, Kim, and S for my partner's first name. Oh, interesting. And sooner than later, we were like, this is like a mom and pop shop name. We need something more, you know, worldly, I guess. <laughs> um, and that took about a year okay. to come up with the name and the brand. Wow. Um, you know, I think it, when it's your business and your company, it's hard to oh, absolutely. finalize right. that. Um, so Skigital was basically taking those two letters, K and S, yep. and combining that with the word digital, and it came up to be Skigital. There you go. But then I felt like we needed a tagline to sort of explain what that is, because right. it's a weird word. Yeah. Um, so Skillfully Digital became our tagline, and Got it stuck. It. Yeah, so awesome. So we've had a lot of nicknames over the years, yeah. like you know, Skittles and Skiggies and but people know our name, right? So it, it's working. You definitely. should give out little Skittles packages when you talk to people. Like, Halloween, you know. we definitely should do. Yeah, that. right. <laughs> little stickers. packages. That would be it's perfect for you. Absolutely. Definitely. They're never going to forget you. We'll need to go to Rite Aid after this. That's so funny. <laughs> we we um, I had this idea about using mints. You know, little packages of mints and having our logo on it. And the idea is not saying that <laughs> your breath smells. <laughs> um, it's more along the lines of just everybody's always either coughing or need a cough drop or something. Right. And it's just. Uh, yeah, Putting your hand out there to help, yeah. without basically going crazy, yeah. and you always right. have these extra mints Something on you, nice. and say, "Yeah, so here exactly. you go." And people are like, "Oh, you're the mint people." I'm like, "Yeah, we're the mint people," you know. And I said, "You always like, you're always that resource what we need." I'm like, "That's exactly that's what, what we you are." Be. Exactly. exactly. So it's funny Perfect. how things pop in. Yeah. So what made you want to do though, like digital marketing? What was the background here? Well, I have a background in um, pharmaceuticals. Okay. Um, I worked at GlaxoSmithKline for a long time. Prior to that, I was in sales and marketing for an Mm -hmm. advertising company. 
Um, I just couldn't embrace the corporate lifestyle. Yep. Um, the grind was too much, and I had a new family. And I also felt like I was on this, the front lines of, of the sales force, and I always mm. did really well, but I couldn't control the the outcome of what I was selling or mm. promoting. Got it. And that became really frustrating. I would get new clients or new business, but I couldn't sustain them because of whatever sure. it was that I was promoting wasn't delivered properly. So that's when I started thinking of what could I do to right. run my own company so I would have full control Absolutely. over every facet of the business. And um, I, I got to a point where I was doing some consulting work. I was doing um, marketing for a small print magazine. And I just kind of stopped one day and said, you know what? I know marketing. I know business. I know sales. I know how to mm -hmm. kind of organize my life. Why don't I just run my own company? Right. And that's when I reached out to um, who was my partner previously. And we just I said, would you work on uh, this project with me? Yeah. And that's how it started. Wow. And then it's just I, I blinked my eye and here we are. I yeah. can't believe it's been seven and a half years already. It's so crazy. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of listeners that listen to this and they're entrepreneurs and some are all different facets of their entrepreneur journey. And one of the things I always ask, like you, you had a partner when you first started. Yes. Half my people I talk to have partners, half do not. Yeah. What made you think you needed a partner? I I did not have the skill set I needed to fulfill the design and um, like the website development side of the business. Okay. Um, and I also was a little hesitant to, to go out on my own. Okay. Um, there was very little capital needed initially to start the sure. business, mm -hmm. but just having another person to bounce ideas off yeah. of, um, to help, you know, formulate, all right, this is our growth. This is where we want to go. Sure. It was nice to have that, but I will say that, from from my for my business, we had different ideals for future goals, right. and I think that is what I should have analyzed a little bit more in the beginning of, of you know the start of the business. Um, but you get excited, and you just get to a point where you're like, "This is working. We're making money. Everything's great." Right. Until you start to really make money. Yes. And then you have to say, "Well, what are we going to do? Are we going to reinvest this money? Do we want to take it for ourselves?" And I feel like that's where it's it's you know you can either be really aligned or you start to move in different directions. Oh, absolutely. And I thought that's a whole process in itself. Yes. But then you obviously you moved in different directions because that, that person's no longer with you. Correct. So when did you know that was time to do that? Um, I had started to feel that way leading up to the shutdown and the pandemic. Um, I didn't think that our future goals were aligned the mm -hmm. same way. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt like it was really important to reinvest in the, in the company and in the team. And I think, um, my partner felt like it was more, it was a means to an end financially. Got it. And um, at that time, a couple years prior to that, I had become a single mom. Hmm. So this is like, you know, my lifeline. Yeah. And um, once once we shut down, once everything shut down, it became very obvious that we were not in sync anymore. Got it. And um, October of 2020, I um, started to try and take full membership of the company. Interesting. So how long did it take you to... Um, it just finally 
settled this past February. Wow. So it was a long time. A long time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's always the case. No, but, <laughs> but it can in be. This, yeah. In this case, it was. Yeah. But it's painful. Yeah. You know, change is painful. Yeah. And, you know, and it's really hard to do that. Like, I was always told when I first started not to do a partner. And um, they said, don't do not do it. And I said, okay. But it is hard sometimes because you want people to talk to. Sure. But I've joined yeah. organizations now that, that work with other entrepreneurs to really help me get where I need to go. And didn't realize how much I needed them Yeah. until something goes wrong. Right, right. <laughs> you know, right. you're like, hey, you have a second? Yeah. And, um, and it's just, just listen to me. And they're so wonderful about that. So it does help a yeah, lot. Yeah, there's definitely different means of support out there if, oh, you're, yeah. if you're a sole entrepreneur that I wasn't aware of when right, I started. Right. And I always tell my team too, like, you know, if I could do it, I would have done this by myself oh, from the get go. Hands down, right? Yeah. And you don't people don't realize it, but hey, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. You know, we're still here. And you move it. Exactly. <laughs> and now how many people do you have now? Um, I we were just talking about that. We just hired our First full-time account executive. Oh, um, she great. starts next week, so now we're at nine. Congrats! And um, you know, my my goal for 2023 is to really start to develop the sales team side of the business. Great. I've predominantly done all of the business development myself over yep. the last seven and a half years. Wow. So yep. it'll be nice to have that part of the business running smoothly, yep. where I can kind of oversee it, but not be on the front lines it's not as easy as you as you think because like if you're good at sales obviously you came and from I that world that. right yeah. and you're like i got this i yeah. got this and then what you don't want to have though if you want to really be vision and someone a good mentor told me this he's like you you can't be wearing two hats right you wear one i wear about 10 I yeah like. i mean yeah. my team helps me tremendously tremendously but i do need to start yeah in, in order to grow you have to delegate Oh, and God, yeah. it's the hardest thing for me to do. It is, because you think <laughs> sometimes there's nothing wrong, but no one can do it better. Right. You know, right. and it's your baby, and you want to do it right, right. and then you have to let go. It's your go. brand, yes. it's your reputation, but... Pretty painful. Yeah. But yeah. We started EOS in 2016. Okay. And that was, like, life-changing for us. Yeah. And we decided, when we start putting the accountability guide down and seeing all, like, the people's hats, where we need to go for a company that size and where you want to go, like, when you are a certain size, you need this now, and you need this. Right. And I looked at that time when I first started, I was wearing five hats. Oh, my gosh. And, and my coach had said, your job is one. Yeah. So how are you going to get there? Right. And so he really made me like write down like what year we should bring on these people and all. And, and we did, mm. you know, and I wear one hat. And even with my sales, which was so hard because I love sales. Yeah. And, um, but I was at 80% of sales. Yeah. And I had to switch that. So now I'm probably about 50, but because I know so many people, my goal next year is 30. Okay. And to pull it down and have my sales and marketing team do all that. Right. God, it takes a while though. Mm. But painful because you're good at it and everybody knows you, you right. bring it in and it's the accolades right doing, but yeah but you have to you know figure yeah. out where you want to go and if you're that vision absolutely i'm yeah. ready i'm ready to yeah. sort of shift gears a little bit that's half the battle too if you gotta yeah. be ready where do you want to take the company well so when we first started the first four years we were doubling our revenue every single year great congrats thank you and then you know we hit a standstill with covid yeah. So I would like 2023 to get back into that same pattern right. where we're yeah. doubling revenue. Obviously, we're significantly larger now than yeah. we were four years ago, so it'll be a big task, but that's where the sales team's got to come in. Yeah. I would hope to have the new salesperson starts next week, and I, I'm going to give her like a three-month ramp-up period, oh, and good. then hire another salesperson, hopefully, and yeah. then three months later, hire another one. So oh, that's great. I would hope by this time next year I have three full-time 
account executives. Right. And we just had a meeting this morning, like, what what do we need to do to be able to accommodate new business of this volume? Yep. Like, what are the different positions we're going to need in the company? So we're still kind of trying to evaluate that. But truthfully, I've learned that you have to be able to make quick decisions because you can't plan for everything. <laughs> no. And we're not really going to know what next year looks like. So No, I wish prepared. we could. I know. Oh. If we, you know, that's my thought is just prepare as much as we can and be ready to make quick pivots yep. and go from there. And go but, from there. But that's the, you know, revenue goals are in place yep. and we'll see. I think it's like, it's so hard as an entrepreneur, right? Because they look at you as like, you know all the answers. Right. And, you know, technically we do not. And right. we just don't let them know that. So uh, <laughs> I always put on my, you know, my false tire like hey everything's yeah, great good yeah I was like oh crap what do we do now yeah you know but other entrepreneurs are listening to this and they hear that same thing yeah. and feeling that same way and, and figuring out the planning it's, it's it's really hard but i think um one of the keys to a successful business is the team that you have in place and i can say that over this last year um i built a really solid team right the people who are working at skigital like what they do, they mesh well, and the culture is exactly what I've been trying to accomplish for the last eight years. Awesome. So we're at a good spot now, but it, you're right. Like, you know, we had a lot of turnover during the pandemic. Yep. We had 80% of our clients are restaurants. So wow. we had to like create, you know, a COVID pandemic relief package. Yep. We had to really change a lot of the things that we did. Pivot. You had to pivot. You had to survive. You do. And, you don't know all the answers, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But you it, try and take calculated risks and hope for the best. Hope for the best, <laughs> fingers crossed, and say right. a prayer. Like, okay, let's see how this works. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. But you had restaurants, which was obviously they got hit so hard, hard. in 2020. And now you had talked about some other areas that you're going to go out on. Yeah, I mean, we've always kind of dabbled in multiple different types of industries, service industries, uh, B2C types of businesses. Um but for some reason, we got niched in the hospitality world, and word travels fast, and yep, so it was sure does. a lot of referral business in that industry. Um, but I would say over the last year, we've kind of gotten a lot of different referrals that we haven't had in the past. Right. We're working with um, Habitat for Humanity. We have a few different nonprofits that we're working with, um, some larger scope prospects like the Pennsylvania um, wine Association. We're great, trying to great client. With them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are trying to widen our horizons, right. and not that I don't love the restaurant industry. Sure. It's just, it's it's a high maintenance, fast moving, marketing type of client. Yes. Um, and there's not a lot of planning involved, so it's kind of nice to have both types of clients. Ones we can plan ahead, and yeah. the other ones where we're putting content out the day of, you know. Interesting. When we first started, one of our industries was nonprofit. For some reason, they just were, they just got referred to me left and right. So we had a ton of them. And I didn't want to continue in that world. I wanted to be more professional services, mm -hmm. IT, manufacturing, life sciences. And um, so we switched all that. And we had, I would say five years ago, we didn't have one life science client. Okay. They didn't know us from Adam. So we started hanging out wherever they hung out. Right. And trying to get visible. And next thing you know, we had one. Then two, and now 30% of our clients are life sciences. That's how I feel like 
you have happens. to just start. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you have to figure out what you really want to get, as well right. as recession proof. Right. Because it's inevitable, it's coming. Yes. And so it's figuring out, okay, which clients of ours are still going to need stuff through right. a recession, right? Right. In healthcare, we do a lot of that. So we know. Healthcare yeah, is one that huge. I've been talking about for a while, especially with, you know, being in pharma for yeah. so long. Yeah. Um, I do know that industry well. Um, that would be a, a nice yeah. area to get into. But it's interesting because once you get in it, then all of a sudden people think you're like an expert in it. Right. And you're not. Right. And um, you're like, well, what do you what do you need to hear? You yeah, know, yeah. Right. you make it up as you go along right. sometimes, right. but you yeah. have to see what happens. But what do you think the biggest challenge for you is right now? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> the, I would say, you know, trying to, like we were talking about earlier, trying to, take some of the hats mm -hmm. off and delegate, which is what I was talking to my my executive team about this morning is I am not going to be able to be a visible part of the team. I'm going to be out training salespeople yeah. and on the road, on in the field. So kind of letting that control go while also growing my internal team to be able to handle the volume right. of new business. Yeah. It's a it's kind of it's a little anxiety producing but <laughs> I think it's going to be okay I yeah. feel I feel all right I have like I said a really good team in place yep. so I'm trying to just uh take it day by day do you have a coach at all right now I don't yeah no okay so where do you mm -hmm. go for your like your mental support I don't okay <laughs> <laughs> just bottle that up and you know and meditate when I need to that's why you have a wine client now yeah um no you know that is an interesting thing that you know probably should share with your listeners is it is important to have mm -hmm. either a coach or an outlet. Um, as a, as a business owner, a lot of times you do feel like you're on an Island. Yeah. All um, the time. you know, you're making tons of decisions every single day. You are. You're hoping for the best. You're, you're trying to put your team's best interest in, yep. in mind and you don't always have like a sounding board or, or a way to kind of decompress. Nope. Or, or feel validated even sometimes. Yep. So um, that would, I'll tag that into biggest challenge. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is hard. Have you heard of the, like the group EO, Entrepreneurs Organization? Yeah, we're going to talk after this. Okay. Um, yeah, so I managed it. Um, I'm the president of the Philly office right oh. now. And we're all entrepreneurs. And okay. we all got each other. And I actually have a group of women entrepreneurs that we actually have nice. a monthly call that we just... We do 20 minutes each to talk about personal What's and professional on? challenges. All yeah, right. and how we can help each other. But it's nice to know that you can have that little session to basically just whine. Yeah. You know, and feel good about it. Yeah. Um, and um, and it's just been helpful for all of us. Gotcha. But you definitely need places like that to just, yeah. hey. Yeah. Or even like a text chat, you know, and just right. saying, hey, we just had this problem with you guys. Any any advice out there, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, which is really helpful. Because it's really hard, especially being a single mom. Right. You have two kids. Yeah. You know, managing a team, you know, obviously of nine now. You know, how are you taking care of you? Um... I, I do believe in like work hard, play hard mentality. Mm -hmm. I do try and build that culture into the company too. Right. Work-life balance is really important. Yep. Um, I take a lot of vacations. Great. You just came back from Mexico. I did come back. Yeah. yeah, that mm -hmm. was great. Um, I try and have a vacation planned at all times. So I have something to kind of look forward to. Nice. And, um, you know, I, I really don't do a whole lot other than that yeah. like I, I spend time with my kids when I have them I I do um, meditate a lot oh that's great um, 
I don't hear that much anymore. So that's no, good. I, and it was it was it's not as much as I would like now. Right during the pandemic, it was constant, but um, that does kind of get you grounded oh, and yeah. clear your head and sure. help you reset. Um, yeah, I spend a lot of time at the beach. Yeah, me too. That's my happy my place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. down the shore. Mm, nothing like it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like when I need to, when I feel like I'm overloaded, I'll just shoot down there for the weekend and yeah. kind of get my brain it's squared away. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I do a lot of times too. I'm like, bye for yeah. a couple of days, you know. And, and I like to eat out and, yep. you know, just try and, you know, make the most of my free time. Yeah. Well, as much as you have, right? right? Yeah, I know. It's yeah. like free time. Like, well, what is that? You know, and yeah, you know, I feel like like now it's been so busy September, October, or November, just with events and meeting people and seeing things. And, and yeah. people are like, why are you out so much? I said because I think I also think that she'll be a little rocky, and so I'm just trying to make right. sure that we're in front of our clients and they know that we're there for them and they get to yeah. know us and right. hang out with us. And yeah. so in time, they have to choose between putting money to us or something else. Put the relationship us. is there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So yeah. we're doing that. So skiddle. There are so many things that an agency does. What's the top three things that your company provides in that? So we do uh, digital marketing, branding, and website development. Got it. I would say those are our three core um, pillars of of what we do. And the digital marketing side, that's kind of a broad term. It is, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a combination of different services okay. that we will execute monthly for our clients. Oh, great. It's social media, um, paid ads, email marketing, reputation management, oh, SEO. All of these things kind of fall under our digital marketing package. Okay. And that would be like a monthly um, a monthly service sure. that we provide and work on the content with the clients and focus and promotions. We have website development, which is pretty obvious. Yep. Um that's a big port of part of our portfolio is websites. Got it. Um, which I would like to also expand upon. I think that nice. is we do a really good job with our website nice. projects, and then branding. Um, either rebrand clients or we do from time to time get new business that nice. wants to come in and start their company up. It. So, those are the three pieces of of the agency i would say and how do you specifically market those areas to your customers so we utilize our own digital marketing strategy that we would use for any client for skigital right you know, social media um tiktok right is becoming a newer thing that we're trying out yeah um, yeah not there yet but my team <laughs> is so i hear my you loud team there. is yeah. amazing at it mm-hmm. i'm dabbling in it um we do email marketing we do um i go to different events i'm in some networking groups um but most of our business is is literally um word of mouth and referral business um or has been at least in the past um we have an amazing website i will say our website has grown tremendously over the last year we've really focused on making that um speak to you know any business that would be interested in, in marketing or website development um, it's, it's kind of like anyone that has questions about what we do, we can mm-hmm. refer them to different parts of the website. And I feel like it's, it really is a nice, we did a nice job with that. That's awesome. And so that's kind of like our calling card. We'll send that out to anyone who's interested and yeah. hopefully that answers the questions. Um, but yeah, that's really it. We haven't done a tremendous amount of marketing. I will say being at Alliance Space has been sort of a game changer. I bet. Uh, we had an office in Downingtown. It was a sterile 
bank office that oh, we rented out and mm-hmm. it just you know it wasn't conducive for like a creative agency right and that was one of the top complaints of my team that they didn't like the office we were in they oh. just didn't have a lot of communication yeah. and um I had taken out a, a membership here right. myself just for networking. Sure. And then I just pulled the trigger and within like a two month time frame, we had the whole team here wow. and they let me out of the lease there. So it was like meant to be and it's win, been win. great. Yeah. 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 And it's such a lot. The visibility place. is it's huge here. Awesome. Oh yeah. Line space is yeah. amazing for those out there who don't know about line space, uh, but line dot space um, out there. And it's a great, like a, it's like a, a place where people can just rent spaces for their work and all and the people you meet here are so fun they are and they are. it's constant i every time megan's here she's always like i just met another person having coffee <laughs> and i said well that is what you do so well and yeah. that's why we're here right um and it and it just works out fantastic and our team loves it because they don't have to come to the office every day so right mm-hmm. right we do a, a hybrid work schedule here we do um Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we all work at a line space. And then Monday and Friday, it's remote from home or wherever they want to oh, grab good. coffee. Yeah. Um, and that seems to be working really well, that too. That works out well. Good. Like no pushback coming to five, in? Nine to five, Monday through Friday. No. no that's Mm-mm. good. Okay. Yeah, everyone likes working here. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's funny. Every place is so different. Like, my guys like working from home. They like coming together. But they're so busy with recruiting and all that sometimes right. it's a little bit harder to do that. So I am yeah. way more productive at home. Yeah. A hundred percent more productive. Yeah. Um, you know, I have my screens and I can knock a lot out when yep. I'm there. But there is something to be said for the camaraderie that what a cool you have when you get yeah. here and it's fun. Oh, it's so much fun. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. How do people get a hold of you? Um, so most all my clients have my cell phone and that's how I communicate predominantly text and, and do you want to share that on yeah this? My, my cell is 610-513-2727 um my email is kim at skigital s-k-i-g-i-t-a-l.com mm-hmm. and our website is www.skigital.com easy enough yeah. and all too and then my last thing is like what has been your favorite either audible or book to get you today where you're at today oh my gosh Book. Book. <laughs> I haven't had time to read in 10 years so. now. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Or a podcast. I'm trying to think. Oh, this is, no pun intended, this is going to sound cheesy. But um, I guess back when I was in college, Who Moved My Cheese, cheese? came yeah. out. It's a classic. And one of my professors gave that to me. And I guess that, you know, I was always really pretty independent and that that book spoke to me a little bit. And um, I should dig that out. I haven't read that in a long time. Yeah, it's a great book. Do you guys know what that is? Oh, you got to bring it out to them. Holiday stocking stuffers coming. (laughs) I feel it. Um, (laughs) Too funny. Well, Kim, thank you so much for being a part of our conversation today. Appreciate it. And thanks for being in top three and keep going. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you. Appreciate it. No problem.